Uh, welcome back to the campaign. Uh, we didn't actually think we'd get this far. And we've actually got someone on the show today. A show. I don't know if you could even call it a show yet. Yeah, we've got a spicy guest, to yeah. say the least. Of the Bengal variety. We talked so, about yeah. him bulk in the last episode. Um, he's just come out of the Com Games. He's fresh off the off the Goldie. He is. He's he been, must have he's a look, nice tan going Yeah, on, he's looking it? tan. He's looking shredded. Yeah, so he's, he's kind of here to talk to us about like um, the Com Games, his plans for the year, where he's come from, where he's going to. Yeah, he's about to head over to Europe, so we'll get a little bit of an insight on that, what he's heading doing over there, what his plans are. Yeah. Rightio. So, should All we right. bring him on? Introducing Ben. ben. You're you in. There? G'day, boys. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Bloody good. Good to hear from you. It's been a while. Yeah, you too. Love what you're doing here. Just glad, glad to be part of it, you know? Yeah, you're well, our first guest. How does yeah, that make you feel? Yeah, exactly. Pretty special, really. Like, Yeah, it's uh, one of the highlights of my career so far to be interviewed <laughs> by the campaign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to be to be slid in the DMs of and then you're in, you're and in then there. finally you're on here, you've cracked it, you've made the victim. Well, it's special for us as well. Yeah. There wasn't too many people wanting interviews from me over in the Gold Coast, so this kind of makes yeah. up for it, to be fair. Exactly. Well, this is one big interview that will just fill all those needs. There we go. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll hear a little bit from you. So... We've prepared a few questions. We have, yeah. Um, Apologies if it's a bit rusty in the beginning and it sounds like I'm reading off a sheet, but that's because I am. (laughs) Um, So, you're from Canterbury, not your fault. Um, What's it like down there at the moment? Is it cold? How's it treating you? Well, it's pretty shitty weather at the moment, but can't complain since I got back from the Gold Coast. It was a solid week of good weather and the last two days have been a battle, but got through it, ready for the... Yeah, spring in Europe now, I suppose. Spring, yeah, that's good. Okay, so what got you into the sport of uh, cycling, I guess, mountain biking mainly? Really, when did it all start for the old Ben? Well, I'm, I'll just drop my brother in it already. I was probably just, <laughs> probably just following the Krigus around, to be honest. Trying it didn't to, take long. Trying to keep up with him. And then, yeah, the... Oh, how the tables have turned, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Like <laughs> he he peaked a bit soon. He went a bit hard when he was younger and managed to just keep like dropping him on his head lately. So, <laughs> so he's but, pulled the old pin. He said, "Nah, I'm done. I've had enough of it." Yeah, yeah. But you know, he's moved on to bigger bikes and more suspension. I suppose you'd say. Well, he he needs it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> He's a low blow, <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't have a chance to defend himself. I apologize. Um, he, he said he wouldn't listen to this anyway until he was the guest on it. So we, we're I making him a safe. feature, so that's all right. Yeah. yeah, I feel like if we feature him enough, he'll listen. So there you go. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, the old mum and dad used to race around the local Canterbury circuit, the winter series, and that stuff. And then, yeah, once me and my brother got old enough, we raced, and I was a wee way behind him to start with. But yeah, just been doing it ever since then, really. So from like under fifteen, so been quite a long time looking back at it, but it's been all good. It's been a roller coaster. That's good. Yeah, yeah and then like I guess you progressed through like New Zealand scene. I raced against you a bit through the years, but like what sparked you to start racing in Europe? Um, just like under nineteen, I think when you're under seventeen, all you want to do is go and see how good you are on the world stage and under 19 that's your chance when you actually have a race to do over there and like a meaningful one as world cups were back back then for under 19 so i was lucky enough to head over first year under 19 with craig and yeah did some races over there and 
then it's just so good for your experience when you're younger, had a few top 10s and stuff over there, so got off to a pretty good start and then just been, yeah, keeping going ever since. Because at that time you were racing for like uh, NZXC, which is like the New Zealand kind of pro team at the time. Yeah. Um. So when you were overseas, it was with those guys, eh? Uh, that was a few years after I first travelled overseas, but yeah, did the world champs in South Africa my first year under 19 and then Norway when New Zealand had a pretty big under 19 team which old Jack was in as well yeah well, those were the days those were some truly. good times everyone were on specialised back then pretty much but weren't, weren't quite factory specialised like some other like nations were <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but no yeah under under 23 was when I kind of did the NZXC circuit with them which Kind of makes it a bit easier traveling around with other New Zealanders instead of battling by yourself. Yeah, instead of living with like Randys in Europe or like yeah. bludging off other people. Yeah. It uh yeah, I think that was like mm. a good thing that they'd done. I think yes, like old Sam Thompson running the whole show made it easier for Kiwis to get access to Europe, which was mint. Yeah, it's a good, <clears throat> definitely good ideas behind you guys. Um, so you could say you had like a pretty. You mentioned a few top tens. You could say you had a pretty successful overseas like sort of junior campaign I guess yeah back then I was pretty small and not bad at climbing so Alpstadt which is not my favorite now was actually a good time back then so surprise surprised myself in that race with a top 10 and then the more power courses I suppose struggled a bit more but probably turned that around now and kind of the opposite sort of rider but it's all good you grow up a bit yeah I guess like XCO's kind of changed towards like a rider who's like a powerful rider. Like with the introduction of that short course in the elite, I guess it kind of gives you the upper hand if you can if you got a handy sprint on you. Yeah, the courses are getting like not so much one big climb or two big climbs and downhills, but for spectators, it's better to have lots of little climbs and just like a technical track like the whole way. So yeah, like a. Mountain biking is kind of good because you can get all sort of shapes and sizes doing well. Not like road where you're either a GC rider or you're not kind of thing. Yeah, and speaking of sprints, um, the start of the Com Games, how many watts was that? I don't actually have a power meter. I've just invested in one for the big trip overseas for the mountain bike. But I'd say it would have been peaking because the adrenaline was pretty high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a flight at that point, I guess. Yeah, I had to get off the start line good and then... Yeah, I was, well, you led it. You got the whole shot. We were pretty impressed. Yeah, it probably wasn't so good leading up the first climb, so everyone <laughs> could launch into the single track. But held myself up there pretty well, and it was all good. Someone yeah. had to do it at the end of the day. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and you got on the TV footage, so that's always a massive bonus. Yeah, I don't know how long I'd last at the front, so at least I knew I could get a bit of bit of TV coverage early. Yeah, you make the most of it. Got to. You got to. Anyway. How was the Com Games overall? Like the experience, the the first time in such like a big event or a, a big like, yeah. I think it's across all the sports. So is is it weird being in a in a camp with like everybody from your New Zealand team? Like, what's it like? Yeah, it's pretty chill, really. Like it's everything an athlete would kind of ever want or need, and just have to not go too hard on the food hall hall to start with. <laughs> but <laughs> we stayed a wee way away from it, so. It was a bit of a walk to breakfast or dinner, so didn't make too many snack trips, which was kind of lucky. Burnt a few cows before and after. The yeah, day. it was yeah. quite good. Keep the keep the weight lean, you know. But yeah, it was a wicked experience. Like obviously, as a mountain biker, you're pretty 
like just with the mountain bike community, might dabble in a bit of road or other disciplines, but to be with like basketballers, hockey players, athletics and all that is quite cool. I can imagine it's pretty special. Were there any like big names that you saw wandering around the village or that like, you recognized or? Big names or like, I don't know what you'd call a big name, but the triathlon scene. Richard Murray goes pretty hard on Instagram, seeing him rolling around like the Brownlee brothers and yeah, oh, yeah. pretty big name. Oh, Hamish Bond was staying in the apartment with us, yeah. like the cyclist. So he's pretty well known for rowing and now time trialing. So. Yeah, he definitely made his mark on the old TT scene after that. Yeah, there's just big names everywhere, really. Cool. So like in the race, in your Com Games race, how do you personally, how do you think that went for you? I mean, we thought you did amazing and we're super proud of you. But personally, from an athlete's point of view, how do you think that went for you? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I could have done any better. And no one really likes to finish fourth, but someone's got it at the end of the day. And I knew I knew of like the field that was there, I could do reasonably well. But had to. there's obviously a few other good guys that would have been kind of going for the top three spots as well. And like Alan, the South African, was one of those guys. And he was good enough to stay with Anton and Sam for a bit longer than what I was. So, yeah, got to be happy with fourth. We're definitely happy for you. Yeah, we were hoping for that one, two, three, but yeah, you said that. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't quite pull it off. <laughs> yeah, next, there's always next time. Right, exactly. And hey, Gaze has already said that he's probably going to be on the road by then anyway, so there's an automatic spot for you there. So there you go. Yeah, exactly. Then we just, just need a third mountain biker to come through to do it again. Yeah, well, I'm saying it'll probably be either me or Eden. Um <laughs> What about Chipotle? <laughs> you said you already said you're going onto the road sets, right? Yeah, right. yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyway, touching on those names that you bet you um, going off your Commonwealth Games, you and then before that, you got second in the under twenty three World Cup in South Africa, UCI World Cup. Yeah. Um, how did that race go for you as well? Yeah, like I kind of I don't know. I don't really have that many tactics racing. You just go as hard as you can from start to finish. So just. Gave it a bit of a nudge to start with and looked behind and had a bit of a gap on everyone after the first bit of single track. You had like 30 seconds gonna... in the beginning or something. It was like ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to old Woot Alleman. He was second wheel, so whatever he did helped me out. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, so just wasn't going to wait for anyone. So just rode pretty solid pace until someone caught me up and Peter Flagerhag did in the end and he was a stronger rider on the day, but... Yeah, it was a good race and pretty cool track over there. So, when did he catch you in the race? Did he was it early on or was it later? Or I think it was lap three. Like I had two laps clear, and then he bridged across, and then yeah, he kind of started to ramp up the pace again when he first caught me, just to see how I was feeling, and then stayed with him for like another kind of half a lap, and then yeah, he got a bit of a gap, and then the next lap I. Had like a stupid crash on one of the easiest bits of the course. So instead of like a 20 second gap, it jumped up to like 40 and it kind of stayed there for the rest of the race. You didn't actually mention that you had a crash. So good on you. I don't think I was aware of that. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of people who always say, like, oh, yeah, yeah I crashed. Oh, I'm sick. Oh, I battled all that. Props for that, man. Yeah. That's good. So, oh, yeah. So you're actually, you were pretty close to him anyway, but you're even closer to him. You could, you might have been in the running for the big W. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I don't think the crash would have really changed anything on the race, but it was just one of those things where you you put it you put it down for a wee second and then just get back and go on, so it's all good. Yeah, yeah, to like regather yourself though, like you get out of that rhythm and then it's like 
yeah, you gotta gotta get back into the rhythm and be like, all right, I haven't lost too much time. What can I do now? Yeah, pretty much. But I was like, and not no man's land because I was in second place. But third was a wee way back, and first was like ahead. So just had to keep it like that to the finish. That's your way back. Sounds bloody good. Yeah. Um. Well, likewise in that race, you beat some pretty big dog names, and in the Com Games, you absolutely torched Dan McConnell and um. (laughs) Who's the other riders? Uh, Andre Bouchard or something. Yeah, Bouchard. And then there was Grant Ferguson. Yeah. When's the um. Have you had a tap on the shoulder yet for a team, or what? Where's what's going on here? These are all factory riders that you're beating. Right? Yeah, they get they're getting coins, they're yeah. getting bikes, they're getting the girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'll heading over to Europe for a massive stint, leaving on Tuesday night, not getting back until like mid September. So that's where I've got to, I don't know, show the managers of some teams what I can do and have a bit of a talk around, see who's interested, and yeah, see if we can line something up for next year. Because you kind of to survive in this sport, you got to be on a team. Because otherwise, it costs a bit too much to keep going off your own back every year. Yeah, because especially like stepping into elite, it'll be great to have that like factory support, and then like it would just be yeah, make it so much easier, I guess, for you. And you could come home if you didn't want to be in Europe the whole time and stuff. I think that's like a big factor. I don't know if you've found it, but when I was racing there, I always felt like I if I had come home in the middle of the season to have a break or something. I probably would have gone back to Europe a bit more mentally refreshed and not as burnt out. Yeah, because it's like not worth it to come home when you're spending your own sort of money on it. Like it costs too much to do it. But yeah, if you if you only had to think about the racing and what's best for you, and you have the support of a team behind you, then you might change up your season a bit. But oh, like I've been pretty lucky over the last few years. Like I, you obviously do get a bit homesick or miss your tracks at home and your training ground. But like I like to. Yeah, can't change things up over there. Stay with different people and with some New Zealanders, so time passes pretty quick. Um, yeah. So talking about your trip to Europe, like it's Sunday right now. You're leaving on Tuesday. Um, what's the plan? So you're staying with someone in Switzerland. Is that the the go? Yep, yep. Staying in Switzerland near Zurich with a lad team on Rug. So I was staying at his house and yeah, going to go to the races with him and train with him because he knows the area. And that'll be my plan for the first block of racing. So I've got a Swiss Cup next weekend, straight off the plane. And then, Jeez. yeah, the, a week off and two World Cups and then another Swiss Cup after that, then a bit of block of training. And then by that stage, the Sam Thompson comes over and a few other New Zealanders think, think old Eden Cruz and Paul Wright's going to join yeah. us. So. Yeah, it sounds good. Sending over the lad team. Yeah, it'll break up the trip and, yeah, keep things interesting, so... Looking forward to it. And the first World Cup's Elbstadt, and then is it Novemaster? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then after that, it's, I don't know, Le Brun. It's uh, Val de Sol, then Andorra, but there's like three weeks gap. Oh, okay. You'll be looking uh, forward to um, Novemaster, would you? Just it's, it's, I'm, I've never raced. You've raced. Yeah. But is it like quite similar to the SA like in terms of rider style? Yeah, it's like the South African kind of sprinty, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, there's just lots of yeah one to two minute sort of pinch climbs instead of like Elkstadt where there's just two big climbs and kind of average downhill so but yeah we'll see how it going if the form's good you can do good on any track but yeah for sure over me so I'll be kind of looking forward to that one a bit more yeah that's good cool so we've just touched over the uh, European campaign um where to now for you like you've got the Commonwealth Games under your belt you've got like a tasty second under your belt and under 23 would you be 
fair to say that you're looking at Olympics in Tokyo 2020? Yeah, that's a wee way off and obviously it's quite hard to get like a certain amount of spots for your country to go. But we're kind of progressing pretty good. New Zealand with Anton, Sam and I like collecting the points for us. So you never know. We might be able to get two. Three would be pretty ridiculous to be up there with the countries that get to take three riders. Yeah, but three would be amazing. Yeah, we'll, yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens with that. But I kind of got to kind of got to actually make it onto the scene, like get a team and keep going for the next few years. So yeah, how many how many countries do get three riders? Is it only like four or something or probably five? Get a couple, don't I? changed it for this one so i think it's only like three countries or something ridiculous like they've really cut it down shit a brick pretty much yeah so you'd have to be like <laughs> switzerland who are the top guys switzerland spain usually france and france yeah those are like the big three i suppose and then everyone else after that like germany italy czech republic denmark those countries and then new zealand's getting up there now as well so yeah we're doing not too bad Cycling is young. Can you hook more coins so we can go? Like, that'd be dope. Exactly. Um, Maybe this could be a Cycling New Zealand sponsored podcast and they send us over there to commentate the races. Yeah, and we can like follow around binge yeah. Sam, all the dudes who are racing. Maybe that would be the idea. Yeah, we'll put it to them. Yeah, sounds good. Anyway, like, who are you supported by when you're racing overseas? Like, what, what tires are you riding? Who, what bikes are you riding? That sort of jazz. So this year, on Giant again, they've been really good in New Zealand and support heaps of riders in New Zealand with bikes and then Maxis Tires, trusty Maxis or Walk. Yeah, we love the hashtag Maxis or Walk. <laughs> yeah, and I use use the Aspens mainly, the other go-to tire from back in the day, use them and back on them now that they made 29er since a few years ago. So, yeah, and then, then just supported by some real good sponsors and like Inspire Foundation down in Christchurch do heaps for athletes and just anyone like musicians and stuff for a bit of funding so that all helps me get over there really yeah that, i guess that's the main one at the end of the day because like it's hard being at the level you're at and then like i guess you hold down like a part-time job to earn some coin and then like yeah and then like you come home and then you like still got to train and stuff so i guess like that's the biggest battle for like any new zealand sort of athlete i guess in any way because the half the battle is like getting over there in the first place yeah pretty much the year plan is once you come home from europe work full-time until the national season and then work as much as he can through that and then head overseas again and yeah just repeat it year after year crazy man sounds it's a hard a, life yeah sounds like a hard life <laughs> yeah mate what you need to do is you need to go to uni do what we're doing we get basically you <laughs> get not paid. make that public to everyone <laughs> <laughs> and then you can just train whenever you like yeah I mean, you can get paid to yeah. train yeah, all you have to do train. is a little bit of uni work and you'll be away just do like some, just yeah. do like a photography degree or something something that's not hard well you can't say <laughs> it's not hard <laughs> Yeah, that's a shout out. Everyone, George is going to do photography. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to those there. doing photography, George doesn't think it's hard. <laughs> they yeah. just put it on auto setting, man, and they click away. It's going right. <laughs> um, shall we get into this quick fire round then, just to spice things up a bit? It's yeah. going to the end, I think. We should unless, probably. Um... Unless there's anything you want to talk about anymore, but is there anything you want to touch on or shout out? Or... No, I think you've put up some real good questions there so you've covered most things Cheers. i think we should probably introduce this quick fire round kind yeah. of the idea behind it <laughs> it's not like just, everyone already knows about this sort of thing if we dive straight into it they're like, what the hell is going on <laughs> all right do you want to introduce it then yeah so the idea is kind of like you like pose a question so it's like for example like vegemite or marmite i say it quick the person we're interviewing this time ben has to answer it as quick as he can 
and it kind of like allows you to like paint a picture of their personality other yeah, than like it'll a be, formulated it'll answer. Be, it'll be sort of like custom to every guest we have on the show. At the moment, it's Ben, so it's custom to Ben. All right, I'm the first one to do it, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, it could be... be a huge flop, and we'll probably never do it again. <laughs> <Yeah. after this>. <laughs> <laughs> it's riding on you, Ben, no pressure. Okay, do you want to kick off the first one, Jack? Yeah, well, we kind of have to do it quickly, so should I just do them all? Okay, yeah, oh, yeah do them all. Yeah. All right, uh, ready? Uh, XE or Enduro? XE. Craig or Charlie? Craig. Oof. Oof. Europe or NZ? Europe. Ooh. Maxis or Walk? Maxis. That's it. I don't have any other ones. But <laughs> that's it. I don't, I don't think... That was not too bad. Maybe we could think of some more in the future. Yeah, and some some of the answers might need a bit of explaining. Like <laughs> New Zealand, I wouldn't live anywhere else, but Europe's got way better racing cross country scenes. So uh, don't try moment, and get back on it now. You, it you've already said it. Yeah, you can't. You can't <laughs> this isn't part of the deal. You can't. Say what you like. Oh, it's been good to have you on the show. Yeah, the show. Who, do you, to you. who do we think we are, man? We've got we've made one part podcast in the shitty wee iPhone in the car <laughs> sat at the beach one day, and now we think we've got. A a podcast <laughs> it's been you, good to talk you're to you you're on your way to being top podcast on iTunes I heard so <laughs> yeah, 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 well on our way. rate us five stars on iTunes it will be a way laughing <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. I think uh, we probably have nothing else to say, so this can just wrap it up. Yeah, I can wrap it up. All right. Well, cheers, Bench. Oh, how do we like follow you on Instagram, Facebook? Yeah, on, on Instagram. So it's Benno underscore Oliver. And yeah, Facebook, just Ben Oliver. Don't have an athlete page. Just flick me a ring request. Don't have an athlete page. You've got an athlete page, don't you, Jack? Isn't I do, yes. No but longer an I need, to, I need to get around to one, but at the moment. You could probably take over Jack's page. We could just change the name for you, and yeah. it's already like a pre-boosted account. Some yeah. of the likes loaded onto you there. And he's pretty you. good with the likes, so it'll be actually quite a good one. He's not bad. Yeah, I'm not bad with engagement. <laughs> All right, anyway, cheers, Binge. Thanks for the chat. It's been great. Take care. No worries. See you, mate. See ya.